Thanks for joining us today on the Harvest Podcast. Now here's today's message. We pray that it will bless your life as you listen. Come on, make it personal. Come on, keep pressing in. You are my Jesus. Lord, I pray whatever's going on in everyone's life across this room that you bring healing and wholeness. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would do the supernatural. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would do the impossible. Lord, what everybody has said could not be done. God, I pray that you would do it just to show off. God, do it today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we bless you. We glorify your name, Jesus, because you are worthy. You are our healer. that your presence is here. If you need a miraculous touch from the Lord, you need a miracle in your body, you need healing, would you just step out of your seat into the aisle? You need a miracle. Several right back here. No, right in here. Right here. Yeah. We know that God is faithful. Elders, let's begin to pray. Church family, someone right there around you needs prayer. I want you to turn and go right to where they're at. I want you to begin to lay hands on them and begin to pray the prayer of faith. Come on, right back here. Here in the aisle. Zola. Who else? Yeah, Ralph, step up right there and pray. Who else? You need prayer. Come on. Jesus. 
Come on, let's press in and pray like you've never prayed. Come on, family, pray like it's your own. In the name of Jesus, by your stripes, we are healed. By your stripes, it has been accomplished, and we stand firmly in the word of faith and the promise of Scripture, rooted in the stripes born on the, on the back of the Lord Jesus Christ, that healing and wholeness is ours, that restoration is ours, that the miracle you promised will be provided. Lord, we know that you are faithful. Lord, to the one who needs freedom from addiction, we pray and declare that they be free from the addiction in the name of Jesus. Lord, for the one who needs a miracle in their body, we declare the miracle in their body in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, let it be accomplished. Bring wholeness and healing. Come on, press in, church. Pray hard. You don't know what's going on in their life. If you pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we declare it. In the name of Jesus, we declare it. In the name of Jesus, we declare it. There is healing and wholeness in the house today. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Lord, let the healing come in the name of Jesus. Lord, we know your faith. Trust 
God of all power. And it is your will and my life. Yes, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Sickness can't stay any longer. Your perfect love is casting out fear. You are the God of all power. And it God, today, while we were in worship, man, I just, you know how sometimes, let, let's be honest, sometimes you wonder if it's the Lord or if it was too bad of pizza late last night. Amen? Just be honest. But while we were in worship, while I wasn't playing, with my hands lifted, of course I'm excited about Pentecost Sunday like a fat kid's excited about the candy shop, okay? But I believe that the Lord put in my heart that he's going to reboot our lives. I don't know what that means for somebody. Amen. Come on, let's, yeah, let's give the Lord a hand. Now, I'm a bit of a techie computer nerd. I work on the computers remotely from my house. Last night, I didn't have access to the computer to get it ready for service this morning. Because sometime between Thursday and Saturday, it decided to run an update. And it rebooted itself. There was a software patch installed on it so that it would run properly today with all of the software that's on it. <laughs> You're not getting it yet. In moments like this, where the Spirit of God is so tangible and real, God's applying a software patch to your spirit. So that your spirit will run properly in the world that you're facing today. You need to let the Holy Spirit reboot you. You need to let him restart what's going on so that it will work the way he's designed it to work. It's not about what it worked and did yesterday. It's about functioning today. That's what Pentecost does. It empowers us to function the way the world functions today. You need a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit today. 
That's why Paul said in Ephesians 3 that we need to be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit. Don't be drunk with wine, but be filled, continuously refilled with the Holy Spirit so you can make it today. You need a new refilling. You need to let him reboot you today. Sometimes you just got to say, God, my phone ain't working. I'm going to restart it. There are times we come to the Lord and that happens. Then there are times that there's a global thing that's going on and God restarts it today. Let him reboot you. He's trying. Some of you are pressing back against him saying, not today, Lord, not today. I can't lose my emotion today. Not today, Jesus. I'm not going to have it. God's trying to reboot you. Come on, with, with, with every head bowed, every eye closed, if that's you, you need God to reboot you, slip up a hand. You need God to do something. You need a fresh infilling. You need God to fill you fresh today so you can make it tomorrow. Lift up a hand. You got up one hand, go ahead and put up the other one. Come on, lift them, lift them. I reach my yeah. yeah. To the oh, come on, he'll I do it. Come on, let him. Where my help comes from, I look to you, my rock, my healer. I trust in you. Do you trust him? Sing it again. Come on, with your hands up, let him do I it. Reach my hands to Now listen, we don't do this all the time, but I felt the Lord put it in my heart. Eugene's got a word for you right now. He's one of our elders. He walks with the Lord. I think God is telling us today that he's God and he's God all by himself. There's one thing to praise God, but there's another thing to worship God. Let me tell you what I found out. You're looking at a person here that's been through a lot. And everything that I've been through, God brought me. I, I understand what it means that, that sometimes you get weary. Sometimes you don't understand why God don't do this or why God don't do this. But I, what I realize is that I just will not refuse to lose my praise. I won't lose my praise. I won't, I won't let Satan rob my faith. Because I know, I know that my Redeemer liveth. And I know that he has the answer to everything. And let me give you something about worshiping. And I don't know why, Pastor, that you gave me this. And I was sitting there thinking about it as we went. Let me tell you something about worshiping. What happened to me. This is a testimony. 
that God showed me. I have a son, a youngest son. He was about six or seven. And it was almost Christmas time. And a magazine came from Western Otto. And my son picked that magazine up. And he tore a page out. And he began to tell people at school that this bicycle here, I will be getting it for Christmas. And I didn't know nothing about it. But my oldest son came and told me, said, Daddy, Marvin is lying to people at school and in the community. I said, what is he lying about? He said, he's going to get this bike for Christmas. I said, well, I better talk to him. So I got him and I explained to him that I didn't have the money and the finance to do that. So I told him that just don't tell people that because that's probably not going to happen. I didn't tell him that it wouldn't happen because I didn't want to hurt his feelings, but I just realized that it wasn't going to happen because I know I didn't have the $29.95, so I knew it was not going to happen. So he kept on telling people, this bicycle here I'm going to get for Christmas. And it got to be December. And my oldest son came to me again and said, Daddy, he's still lying. Still lying, saying that he's going to receive this bicycle for Christmas. So I brought him back in again, and I said, Marvin, I told you not to do that. I said, I told you that I was not able to pay $29.95 for this bike. I didn't know to pray. I didn't know to ask God for nothing. All I know is that he just was not going to get that bike, but he would not lose his faith. He hung on to it. He told me, I told him, I said, Marvin, I was about 14 or 15 when I received a bicycle and you just six or seven, somewhere in there. And I said that, and my dad passed away when I was young and he was not able to get it for me anyway. That baby looked at me in his face. He said, Dad, your dad is not my dad. She all the He said, my dad would never let me down. He said, and I would always trust my dad's word. He said, so don't tell me about your dad because your dad is not my dad. She didn't I went to my mom with tears in my eyes, and I told my mom about it. My mom said, you cannot afford not to get that baby, that bike. I said, but I don't have the money. She said, just trust God, just trust God. I didn't know to trust God. I went to my supervisor, and I told him that same story. Yeah. He pulled out $30 in his pocket, said, you have to get that baby, that car, that bicycle. Let me tell you something. When you worship God, God will make a way. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what Satan said. You just keep on worshiping him. God has got an answer. God has God is bigger than cancer. 
God is yes. bigger than diabetes. Yes. God is bigger than yes. high blood pressure. He's bigger yes. than kidney problems. Yes. He's bigger than heart problems. Yes. He's bigger than your problems. He has an answer. He has a way. He will not let you down. Not one time will God let you go. He is a big God. He is a loving God. He yes. is a Savior God. I trust. I believe. I will not give up. I will not let go. I will hang on to him and to his whole changing hand. God is a great God. God is a mighty God. God is healing God. Keep believing. Yes. Keep holding on. Keep trusting. Keep believing. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Come on, worship him. Worship the Lord. Basically today, my entire sermon was this, God's going to work it out. And then we were going to talk about why God was going to work it out and how we behave while we're waiting on him to work it out. I think you realize God's going to work it out. He's going to. He will make a way where there doesn't seem to be a way because I'm his his kid just like he said he couldn't have preached my points any better because I'm his child because I'm his because nothing that comes against me can separate me from the love of God I'm his I don't know about you but I belong to him now the second part of that equation is where it gets tough how do you behave while you wait? How do you behave while you're waiting on him to buy you that bicycle? Do you keep standing in faith like Marvin did? Or do you do like the older son and say, Daddy, he's lying. You're not going to do that. Are you going to stand in faith knowing that your Father in heaven will do it even if you're not seeing it come to pass? Are you willing to wait? Are you willing to wait in faith? Are you willing to wait knowing that he can and he will do it? Are you willing to wait like that? There's a difference in waiting, like sitting on your rear waiting on someone else to do it for you, and being a waiter serving God while you're waiting on him to provide. You got to wait in faith. You got to wait in faith knowing that he will. See, here's the problem we struggle with. We want suddenly to happen all the time. 
You felt it today, right? Like during worship, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit showed up and you felt it in the room, right? Guess what? He didn't suddenly show up nothing. Patiently and gradually we've been working to get all of us out of the way to realize he's been here the whole time. It started at 8 o'clock this morning, amen? This morning at 8.15 when the worship team came into practice, there was something different in the atmosphere. We just had to lead you there to get it. At the end of worship practice this morning, we could have had church right here with the worship team. The Spirit of God was thick. It was real. It was heavy. But we had to wait till you got here so we could lead you there so you could get what God's got for you. Suddenly steals the credit all the time. Suddenly comes in and takes the credit from gradually, from faithfully, from patiently, every single time. All of a sudden, God didn't know he didn't all of a sudden do it. You've been patient. You've been faithful. And now God's rewarding that. And all of a sudden, people want to know how it got there. Here's the deal. Some of you need a suddenly moment today. You need God all of a sudden to show up and do that. Have you been faithful? Have you been patiently waiting and serving God while you're waiting on that suddenly moment to occur? Have you been faithful in the process? Because you have to stay and be patient and be patient and be patient. Now, I'm going to steal an analogy here real quick. You know, in the, in the Old Testament, in the book of Kings, Elijah sends his servant when he prays for rain. You guys know the story. Elijah prays and there's a famine and there's a, a drought for seven years. Then he says, okay, it's time. God tells him it's time to, for the rain to return. Elijah goes and prays. He goes up and as he's praying, he sends his servant to go look. Elijah's praying, tells the servant to go look. Kyle, for illustration purposes, hope you got your sneakers on, buddy. You're going to have to go to the mountaintop. I want you to go up those stairs all the way up to the door. Kyle's going to go. He's going to look. What's Elijah doing? He's praying. Now he's got to come back and tell Elijah, there's nothing. No, nothing. What's Elijah doing? Praying. Is there any rain? Nope. Go again. Elijah just stays with it. He stays with He's praying. He's being faithful in the process. He's praying, he's praying, he's waiting on his servant to come back with the news. He's got to go up to the mountaintop so he can see out over the sea to find out, is it there? Is there anything going on? Is there any, is there any sign of it? No, nothing yet? Okay, I'm going to pray again. Go one more time. As soon as you get there and find out, come back and let me know. You've got to come back and tell me. This gets old, right? This gets old waiting and waiting. And waiting. Is there no? Okay, I'm gonna pray one more time. This is four, five, and six. So this is the seventh time you've been waiting, and you've been waiting, and you've been praying for that loved one to come in. You've been praying for that job, Janice. You've been praying for that healing, Keith. You've been praying for that miracle in your your family. You've been praying, and you've been praying, and you've been waiting, and you've been waiting, and you're waiting on the news to come. You've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and praying and staying in there and being faithful to it. And all of a sudden. There's a cloud the size of a man's hand on the horizon in your life. Go for it. Pursue God. What are you waiting for? 
got you. He's got you right there today. Be faithful in your waiting. Be faithful in your waiting. Be faithful to pray while you wait. Be patient and trust that one day, you one you keep sinning, he's going to come back and he's going to say, Master, there is a cloud the size of a man's hand. And the Bible says that Elijah tucked his cloak into his belt and said, you better run so you don't get overtaken by the rain that's coming your way. You better tuck your belt and run so you don't get overtaken by the rain that is coming. Do you get it? The reboot is happening. The rain is coming. You've been faithful. You've been patient. You have prayed. You've waited. Trust God today. He's doing it. Even when you don't see it, trust that he's doing it. Even when it makes no sense and they keep coming back with a bad report and they keep coming back and saying it's not going to happen and you keep trying to find a job and you can't and it doesn't seem like that miracle's ever going to take place in your life, be faithful. Be faithful. Be patient. Wait on the Lord. Continue to serve. Continue to do everything you know to do and God will bring it about. The rain is coming in your life. Now, Here's the way I want to wrap this up. The sermon's been preached. Now it's time to respond. Well, you say, but we've been responding all day, preacher. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You've been worshiping all day. Now it's time to respond to the word. What's God doing in your heart now? What I want us to do, I know several families in here and worship teams, everybody just pause for a second. I know several of you if God doesn't do a miracle, you don't know how you're going to get through it. You, got, you really got the issues in your family life right now. In your life, in your families, you got a struggle going on. I get that. So does the Lord. And today is the day. The rain is coming. The rain's coming. But God doesn't want to rain on your life and your life and your life and not the rest of you. He wants the rain to fall on all of us. So what I want us to do, if you're physically able, I want you as a family, the whole church family, but with your families, I want us all to come to the front. We're going to pray for one another like we've never prayed for one another. Grab your spouse, grab your kids. If you are physically able, if you need to sit, I get that. I want you to come as close as you can. Save the front row for those who need to have a seat. If you're already up here, press all the way to the front. We know that God is faithful to his word. Come on, y'all, keep coming. Don't hide out in the aisles. Make your way as far forward as you can. And if you say, you know what, my family's not here, guess what? We're all one big happy family, amen? And today we're going to pray for you just like we would pray for everyone else if it was my own mother. Amen? Come on, God's going to do it. We're believing that Jesus is going to make a way. The rain is coming. Praying for Sheila. I know God can do that. Come on. Come on. 
How many of you are ready for the rain in your life? How many of you are ready for the drought to be over? You're ready? You're ready for the reboot to happen? You're ready for God to do what only God can do? Amen? Come on. You feel it? Do you feel it? All of a sudden, it's going to steal the credit for faithfully and prayerfully. For 10 years, this church has been built on the moving of the Holy Spirit, of seeing the gospel advance, the kingdom advance. We're ready for God to reboot it and start it again and, and continue to catapult us into doing great and amazing things in the world. Amen? Come on. Let's let God do it. Let's let the rain come. If you're here today, you need a miracle. You need God to do it in your life. I want a hand up. If you need God to do it in your life or in your family's life, hands up. All right, family, I want us to look around. Look around at those right next to you with hands up. I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to pray and bombard heaven over one another. Elders, feel free to move through and pray for those. But let's begin to bombard heaven in the name of Jesus, Lord, in this, this sanctified holy moment. We're believing you for a miracle to occur. We're believing, oh God, that you are going to do it, that the miracle will happen, that the miracle will happen. The rain is going to come. The rain is going to come. The rain is going to come. Lord, I pray that you would do what no one else has said could happen. Bring the miracle. Accomplish what only you can do in the name of Jesus. Bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for supernatural intervention in the name of Jesus. God, do what only you can do. Lord, what they have said, no way it can be worked out. God, you are able. Lord, we declare your healing power. For those who need healing, we declare it in the name of Jesus. Lord, for those who need a miracle today, we believe you, Lord, that you're going to do it. Come on, keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. I hear the sound of rain. I hear the sound of rain. Come on, keep pressing in. Come on, keep pressing in. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, Lord, do it. Come on, come on. I hear the sound of rain. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're going to do it, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Come on, come on, come on. Don't stop. Don't stop. Hang in there. Keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. You're going, I don't know what to do. Keep pressing in. Keep calling on the name of Jesus. Today is your day. The rain is going to fall. The miracle's going to happen. Keep pressing in. Be faithful and patient and waiting. Trusting that it will produce endurance in your life. Consider it not uncommon when you fall into various trials and temptations. But know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. God, today I pray that you would give us endurance. Help us to stand the test of time. Help us, Lord, today. Yes, Lord. 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 
Lord, we just declare over our church family, God, freedom is here. Lord, the attack of the enemy on our individual families from my left to my right has been rampant. But Lord, we declare that though we are attacked, you will rescue us. Jeremiah 119, though we are assaulted by the enemy, you will rescue us. You will rescue us. Exodus 14, 14, I will fight for you, declares the Lord. You only need be quiet. Don't say things that are not scripture. Only go to the word of God. Listen, I declare freedom across our entire church family. The attack of the enemy is coming to an end. Not because because he's going to stop trying, but because the Lord is raising up a standard against him. And the Bible says he may come in in one direction, but he will flee in seven. You're not going to know how fast he got out of the room. You're going to wonder what happened. Why is there a new normal in my life? Guess what? It's because the enemy is being sent packing. About 10 of you got it. About 10 of you got it. About 10 of you, that really made sense. Why am I going to learn a new normal? See, we've lived under this assault, some of us, for so long, we don't know what it's like to not live with that drama in our lives. Guess what? It's time to learn a new normal. It's time to not let that have to be the case. Today is a day of transition. It's a day of rebooting. It's a day that the rain's going to begin to fall. You better plow the ground. You better sow the seed. You better get the word deep in your heart so that it springs up root, so that it takes down deep and grows tall and grows mighty, so that there is shade in your life. Guess what's happening? There's a shift. There's a, a difference going to occur now. It's a new day. It's a new day, family. It's a new day. The thing is, you got to want it tomorrow to be the same as today. When it's not the emotional, spiritual hype you feel right now. But tomorrow morning when you get up to press in and say, Lord, I know Saturday I felt this way. And yesterday something happened. But today, you got to continue to take me into what's next. I'm going to pray one more prayer for you that I feel in my heart. And I know some of you are going to go, this is not. But guess what? This is for all of us. 
Lord, there are those here. They feel like those in the, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, the hall of faith. Lord, down about verse 39, it says that there are those who were rewarded for their faith even though they never saw their promise fulfilled. They feel that way. But God, you said not to grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap a harvest. Lord, for the one who's at the end of their rope, and they don't know how they're going to make it through, they don't know why you've let this mess occur in their life, and they're still curious if you can and will do anything about it. Lord, help us not short-sight ourselves, but Lord, help us, even though we may not see it happening right now, even though the doctor's report continues to come back bad, even though the doctor's report continues to say one thing, help us to stand in faith just like those in Hebrews eleven thirty nine 39 that were rewarded for their faith, though they never saw it come to pass. In their physical lives, Lord, help us to see and to understand that on the eternal perspective, this is a blip. It's a vapor. As James said, we're here and then we're gone. Lord, that this is a part of a grand cosmic play that you are scripting and that there's a purpose and a plan for everything that occurs in our life. Help us to continue to remain faithful. But Lord, to know that there is something new and, 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 and dynamic that's occurring in our heart. Lord, that we're clinging to what Pentecost promises, and that's the infilling of every believer with your spirit. And so God, I pray today in the name of Jesus that the power of the living God would be put on display in our hearts. God, I pray that we would not leave here the same. And Lord, if anyone does, help them to know it's because they failed to get a hold of what you had for them today. Not because you weren't here. Lord, let our lives be different as we wait, patiently knowing that you will bring it to pass. Patiently, patiently knowing that you're going to see us through. Lord, we trust you. We know that you're faithful. And we believe you. We believe your word. God, I pray in the mighty, powerful name of your Son, Jesus Christ, what you've begun today, you'll carry it on to completion. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, amen. 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 Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.